And we're live. Welcome back, everyone, to Confidence Strategies 101. I am Carmen Milagro, confidence strategist, entrepreneur, artist, and your host for the show. So thanks for joining me every week, those of you that do, and those of you that are new to the show. Let me just tell you a little bit about what we're doing. It's Confidence Strategies is really designed to showcase positive personal stories, positive discussions with uh, different people from our own communities, whatever community that is. It could be the artist community. It could be the you know, entrepreneur community, the acting community. It just depends on who the guest is. Um, they're simple conversations. They're different topics, different viewpoints, different perspectives. And the idea is that we share resources and our networks. Uh, we have tips for you. We have bits of advice. Um, but, but mostly the idea is to introduce you to incredible mentors and coaches and musicians and designers and uh, other people that you may want to connect with in your community. So that's kind of, you know, that that's really the premise of the show. It's people are sharing their stories, their time, their insights, their advice. And perhaps you'll find an inspirational nugget here and there or a pop of confidence that'll spur you on to do what you didn't think that you were capable of doing. Um, I do have one uh, little housekeeping, new housekeeping um note here. We have a new viewer who contacted me. Her name is Kylie from Toronto. And she asked me this question. She said, how do you know which coach and what type of coach you need? Well, it's a very long answer as far as I'm concerned, um, Kylie. And in fact, the short answer is, well, the real answer is only you can determine what you need. And you have to go out and find that coach that serves the purpose that you're looking for. I, I have I do a whole workshop uh, dedicated to this exact question. Um, but I would say my number one suggestion for you is don't spend thousands of dollars trying to figure out who or what you need in a coach. You should know that beforehand. So that's today's quick tip of the show. Uh, we're... Also, I'm very excited because this week is really busy. Uh, I'm doing a couple of panels, uh, guest panel, uh, you know, sort of speakers uh, engagements for San Francisco Made and Entrepreneurs for Youth programs here in San Francisco. So I'm thrilled and really excited to be able to share some of these insights with our young, soon-to-be entrepreneurs. Uh, I've also got a um, Bay Area Entrepreneurs uh, Center uh, summit on Sunday. I'm a guest speaker at 1245. And we're also preparing for Elevate and our confidence strategies workshops that are coming in the spring of 2021. So a lot of things in the works. As always, please do ask questions and share the video and ask, you know, make comments. We'd love for you to be engaged with us uh, whenever you can. And um, what else? Oh, our webisode is once again sponsored in part by Music City Hit Factory. So now we are at the best part of our uh, program. I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little bit about tonight's wonderful guest. Her name is Lee Linda Castillo. She's the founder and CEO of Modern Latina, an online magazine created to celebrate, inspire, and empower Latina women. 
She's also the founder of the Modern Latina Book Club, featuring the literary works by Latinx authors. Linda also has over 15 years of experience as an entrepreneur, and she's a marketing professional. Along with juggling her magazine and her career and volunteering, she's a mother of two lovely little girls, and she's inspiring them to be successful Latina leaders one day. So let's see if we can connect with Linda. And I not sure what happened. Whoop. Yes, Linda. <laughs> so, I can hear you. I know. So I don't know if you want me to dial back in, but basically I had someone, um, a couple of calls like come through that I declined. And when oh. I did that, my screen went completely dark. So <laughs> no problem. Let's try that again. So no worries. Um, in the meantime, let's, uh, let's give you a chance to get, there we go. We're going to give her a chance to just dial in again and we'll bring Linda back on. But in the meantime, uh, th <laughs> Thank you, Ricardo. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate that you are tuning in, and I'm very excited about the progress with your own podcast. So um, happy to be have played a little part in that um, inspiration for you to do your own show. Very excited. So I think we've got Linda on board, and let's do that. There you are. Yay! <laughs> it worked. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're with us too. I love this wreath that I see behind you, Linda. I just yes. love it. We are getting ready to, yes, yeah. Dia de los Muertos. Um, right. been, we're excited about it. I have to, I'll be working on our family altar this weekend and, um, you know, just a big deal in our, our family and um, my cool. girls, something they look forward to. They go to a dual immersion school. So they are, you know, they, they, make a big deal about the celebrations. They have the school with all the altars and, um, you know, folklorical performances. Just, it's a, it's a beautiful celebration. That's wonderful. Um, I love that, you know, the, the idea of our culture immersing and blending, you know, for the future generations that it's not just so segregated and, you know, kept at home. Uh, yes. I'm sure there's people that don't totally agree with my viewpoint, but I do love the fact that it is becoming more mainstream and there's pros and cons to that. But I, I personally love it because I loved when I was growing up, I loved sharing all of that with all my different friends, you know, so for me, it was kind of special to show them that that really personal connection to my culture. Yes, no, it's very true. And to take pride in our culture. I think that's so important, too. Exactly. So, Linda, I know that you are, you know, taking time away from your girls and dinner and all of that. So thank you for spending some time with us today. Um, I was wondering if you could sort of just share with us a little bit of your personal story, where you were born, where did you go to school, and just sort of to give, you know, people who don't know you as the founder and the creator of Modern Latina Magazine, just to give them a little backstory. Sure. So I am a proud San Jose native. I grew up there and um, I went to San Jose State. That's where I pursued my, my college degrees. And I have a, mar a marketing, a BS in marketing. And then I went back and I uh, have a master's in uh, mass communications with an advertising emphasis. Um, it was actually during that time that the idea to start Modern Latina came about. 
um, and we, I was studying a lot of uh, media and the portrayals of Latinos in the media was horrible. And sadly, not too much has changed over the I years. And um, I was driving home and I was like, oh, you know, this after a class, it was night classes. I was going to school in the evening and the idea to start Modern Latina came up. I was like, oh, I'm going to start a blog. And yeah. I got home and I was so surprised that Modern Latina was available. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to take it, you know, started and <laughs> done. Exactly. And, um, you know, that's how I first started. Um, and that's how it came about. And at first it was just me. And now I have, you know, people, uh, Latinas who contribute articles in different areas. And I think it's grown over the years, which is really exciting. Uh, this year actually marks the 15th anniversary. So super excited about that. It <laughs> just time flies. And, um, and, and I think it flies because you're having, I'm having fun and I'm passionate about it. And um, you don't realize the amount of, I guess it's not work when it, your yes. it's your passion because right. you're just like, oh, I'm super excited <laughs> to do yeah, this. Exactly. So, and I'm just going to work till four in the morning, but oh, okay. Yeah. I got to get up at seven. <laughs> yeah. You don't realize, uh, you know, the amount of work right. you put into it because it is so much fun and you just enjoy it so much. And for me, that's, that's how it all came about. And, um, I mean, I could go, I could tell you a lot more about my, my childhood and, you know, you know, what kind of sparked my on, you know, me being an entrepreneur, but I think on a high level, that's how modern Latina came about. That's, that's pretty incredible. And correct me if I'm wrong, but 15 years ago, there, there weren't a lot of positive, creative communities for Latina women. Not, not that I can recall. Yeah. And so I, I, I always felt like you were kind of, you know, you were, you were breaking ground for a lot of what we do have now. So thank you. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it definitely. And, and what's great is to see the amount of growth in this area. Now, I think that um, it's opening it up so we can have more creative outlets and, um, and more positive stories. So yeah, but yeah, I think, yeah, 15 years ago, definitely one of the few, <laughs> few the few ones starting out. Right. And and that kind of, you know, that leads me to the way that you were describing how you were thinking about this when you were driving home from class. And is this an example? Of, would you say that this was sort of that intuition where you follow your gut feeling that this is something like how do you, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that try to downplay not just. I'm not talking about just Latina women. I'm just talking about women, like in general. There's sometimes this this notion that oh, they're oh, she's so emotional, you know, she's just so, you know, dramatic. She's so animated. All those things, right? But for me, there's this whole thing of I think that when we teach ourselves and we teach our young girls to trust their gut feeling to visualize to go after their you know their to to trust their intuition i think it's pretty incredible and pretty necessary in business mm -hmm. is that how you feel or do you have a different take yeah, on that i mean even beyond business even in your personal life i oh, mean gosh. from the people that you're choosing to be a part you know associate with your relationships i think that that feeling your gut your intuition plays into 
so many different areas of your life. Um, I would say that with Modern Latina, yeah, that was, it wasn't just an idea, but it was a feeling like I've got to do this. I want to help be the change. I want to bring positive stories about Latinas and what we're doing. I want to show how wonderful we are. And, you know, it, it was more, it was not just an idea, but like you said, it was almost like a calling. Like I, okay, yeah. this is what I meant to do. And I'm going to follow this and, and see where it leads me basically. Right. And do you, do you think that overall, do you think that we are gaining more of this or losing? Like there, I just feel like sometimes with technology, just mm. things are really changing in so many different ways. And I just wonder, sometimes I wonder about these abilities that, yes. you know, what happens through technology to our intuition to, you know, you can't read someone's body language because you're only able to see this much of them, you know, so our yeah. perception of relationships and people and all of that, I, for me, it just feels like our gut and our intuition becomes that much more necessary, you know, yes. to guide us and to trust that we have what it takes within. Yeah. And I would even you know, add to that and just say, because we are doing so much Zoom meetings, um, it's so important to reconnect. And uh, one of the places that I truly enjoy going to is the beach. And, you know, just listening to the waves and just calming and centering and grounding myself. Um, even just going outside for a walk, you know, um, I'll tell my girls, you know, because they're in Zoom classes as well. Right. And um, I'll be like, come on, let's go for a walk. I mean, even just that time of just turning everything off and just going for a walk, getting some fresh air. Um, I think that helps you connect back to yourself. So um, I think now we probably just have to make a more like a, a, you have to like make an effort to do so. It's not as easily. I would even say for the next generation speaking for my kids, cause they are around computers and it's all, it's, it's, you know, they don't like me. I, I would be playing forever, but now I feel like sometimes I'm like, okay, kids, that's, a, you know, let go play, use your imagination, you know, let's get that creativity, get like, let them have some time to reconnect with themselves. Right. A hundred percent. I think that sometimes there's a danger zone where everything is just being fed, you know, just visually videos and you yeah. know, everything is just being fed to you. And it's, I, I see a big difference in how we used to play when we were kids mm -hmm. and how children play now. And yeah. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that perhaps there's another way for that that instinctual, that imaginative play. I hope that there's another way that that is coming about, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not sure, you know, I'm yeah. not sure. I hope that we will continue to celebrate and accept and foster this ability that we have to trust our inner voice, to trust yes. our instincts. So yeah. Uh, I think that you are doing an amazing job, uh, especially after being around for 15 years. You're, you've built this modern Latina community. Um, tell us a little bit about the book club that's kind of an offshoot. You know, I remember when you started that, I've been to one of your um, your readings where you had several Latina authors. It was incredible. It was at, um, was it at Santa Clara? Santa Clara, yeah. yeah. And so um, I wonder if you could share with us your vision 
Uh, did you, like when you first started the magazine and you started it, what was your vision for building the community? Like how did you, how did you break it down for yourself? You know, to, to kind of guide yourself to see what you were creating. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I wish I could say, oh, I had this business plan that was all laid out. Um, sadly, I, di I didn't. Um, but you but, trusted your instinct. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I did. Uh, but I think for me, consistency is important. I think that when you're developing a brand, you need to make sure um, for your audience that you're authentic um, and um, also listening to what they want to see with the community is so important. Um, and I think that's how the book club came about. I think that there was a lot of interest from that. And I am all about supporting Latina entrepreneurs. And I wanted to support our Latinx authors. And um, talking to some of the authors, you know, they were saying they're in a big pool, like a big ocean, right? So if there's any way that we can highlight their work and have, you know, have these monthly readings that we are focusing on Latinx authors and then having an event that brings these authors to talk and share their stories and then just showing the depth of their different genres that we're writing, that the Latinx authors are writing about. Um, it was something that I think wasn't in our, no one was doing it, at least that I could see. And so it was definitely something that was new. And I'm I was excited to bring that to the community. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. And I, I don't have a lot of time to read anymore. So when I do get to read something, I just, I'm just, you know, I get to escape again to another world. Yes. And, and some of my favorite authors are some of the books that you, you know, that you have in your club. So that always excites me. Not that I get to like really like spend a lot of time reading, but it, I still get excited. I was just one of those kids when I was growing up, you know, I just, I would read everything. And so books have always been really important to me. Um, as far as your, your reach and your connection to the, to your community that you have built around, you know, modern Latina. And I know that you are connected in many, many other ways, but um, I wonder if you could share with us, what, what does this mean to you? At the end of the day, you started a magazine, you created this book club, you know, you're, you're trying to showcase and, and bring these positive stories, just like I'm trying to do in a different way, but same goal, which is probably why we love each other. I, I love you so much and the work that you do. I didn't mean to sound presumptuous there, but um, but what does it mean to you to be able to, I mean, you're really like the gatekeeper and you're this, this sort of it, the community, whether you like it or not, or realize it or not, it is built around you and your vision and your dream. And what does that mean to you? Um, I think for me, when I hear stories where some for example, I a lot of times I will highlight events that are happening or organizations or programs that empower Latinas. And um, I think two of the greatest compliments I've ever received is uh, one of one young lady, uh, she joined the Latino Coalition Silicon Valley AL program. And she said, and I was there, you know, meeting, uh, it was an event to meet the new AIA uh, program candidates. And she said, oh, I heard about the event through Modern Latina. And I said, oh my goodness, this is what makes the work I do so important. This is why I do the work because 
my my little article that you know i think you know i don't know i'm thinking one person reads it you know was able to you know she she was like oh i found this uh, about this program through modern latina those are the kind of stories that i like to hear and that really keep me motivated to do the work i do um or maybe you know another time i had featured a small business and uh, or a, a, a startup and they said that the story that i had wrote was what was the difference in them getting an investor and they sell the story and they're like oh wow you know this is a great feature and you know what that was amazing to me to hear that someone was able to you know that was the the little thing that might have pushed the investor over to see that story of them featured in modern latina so to me i think that's what's important is just being able to connect the latinas to where they want to go so that they can live their best life Oh, I love it. It just gave me chills because you're right. It sometimes it is just one person that we can inspire and it just makes your day or your yes. week or your month sometimes <laughs> because we don't always know, right? Like we don't always know the ramifications of what we're doing because it's at least the way that I see it is you put it out there and there's these ripple effects and we don't always get to see the end result of who heard it, who saw it, who read it. But to just know that it is happening out there every once in a while, I think is such a great feeling. <laughs> so yes. thank you for sharing that. Um, I know that there was, there's, this is kind of, um, it's an interesting topic for me. So we're gonna kind of switch gears and maybe this will get a little, um, a more in-depth conversation, but there, there's such a thing as imposter syndrome you know, so I am switching gears here. And this was a topic that, that you brought up to me. And I'll be quite honest, I had never heard of imposter syndrome till about, I think last year, I was at a Latino event at Netflix. And it was a topic that was brought up. And it was, you know, a young panel. Yeah, pretty, yeah, they were all pretty much like 30s and, and younger. And they started talking about imposter syndrome. And to be honest, I had never heard of it. I didn't know what it was. And so I was paying you know, really close attention. And I don't know if you were there at that event, but um, I was always fascinated since that day about that specific topic. So I would love to hear you know, your take on this and your feelings about it. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing imposter syndrome what what is this and what does it mean yeah so i think i'm like you i barely had found out what the term was called about a year and a half ago and, <laughs> and like you i was at a conference and i was like oh my gosh that's what happens to me that's how i feel sometimes and so for me i mean just to break it down with my personal experience of how i <laughs> i have imposter syndrome and now i have a name for what to call it but it's really just the feeling of that you don't belong, that maybe in some way you're a fraud, that you're out there and someone's gonna find out like, oh, Linda doesn't belong here talking to Carmen. Why Why is she on this, this call right now? So it's the feeling that you don't quite, I guess, live up to where you are. So um, that's that's kind of how I, I see it. And, and just maybe if you're at a meeting, and you're like, oh my goodness, these are all a bunch of vice, you know, vice presidents and top leadership. Like, why, why am I here? Like, what do I have to add uh, to this conversation? Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that's pretty much what they said, you know, on this panel. And I thought to myself, wow, this is really interesting. And I have the opposite, you know, experience because I had no idea that, that some people feel this way and I, and it sounds terrible, but I couldn't understand it until the conversation started happening. And then it was, for me, it was an educational process. Um, because I didn't grow up the way that you're describing that, but I attribute it to the fact that I grew up as an artist. Mm -hmm. And so the, my, my perspective and my viewpoint has never been, I, I actually did another interview, um, just recently. And we talked about this is I've never placed those types of labels on myself, like Oh, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's happened. You know, people have discriminated against me and I have been the only woman or the youngest person in a meeting. All it's all happened. But I attribute the fact that I grew up as an artist, as a performer, you know, so you know that not everyone is going to like you. You know that going in as an artist, you know that people aren't not everyone is going to love the sound of your voice. Not everyone is going to like the way that you look. And so when you remove all of that, for me, it was like, well, this is just another performance. Like yeah. I'm here because I was asked here. I have something to contribute, blah, blah. It's my time at the mic, so to speak. So it was very interesting because I didn't know about the and, and I, it made me realize, wow, I really need to be cognizant of this because there are some things that, that people can do, you know, to not feel this way. And so I feel like Confidence Strategies was in, in a roundabout way was sort of founded on that premise. Like, hey, if you are really comfortable and you are aware that you are not gonna please any, you know, everyone all the time and da da da, then claim your place at the table and, and don't think about it anymore about whether you belong there or not. That's my goal. Yeah. No, I mean, I think everyone and, and there are strategies. I mean, there are things, you know, I, I don't think it matters how many degrees you have, how much experience, because other people in your network and colleagues and friends are, might be like, wow, you know, why are you thinking this? You know, and, and, and sometimes I don't own it. Like, I don't often say CEO of Modern Latina. I usually say founder of Modern Latina, executive editor. And so... And that's one of those things, imposter syndrome, like, oh, I'm the CEO, like I need to own it. And I think right. I got to get comfortable and I have to practice it. Um, yeah. Even just being here tonight, you know, I, you know, that visualizing things like that's right. another part of like helping with this, you know, visualizing yourself at a meeting, making sure, like you say that, you know, you claim that seat at the table, you're the one that they called you here. And there's a reason they called you here. And you have to, so self-talks. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so these are some of the things that I um, will do just to Good. help me find that confidence and kind of combat that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Who do you think um, has been the most instrumental, like, you know, young Linda, and she was growing up and she had all these dreams and all these plans. Who was your biggest supporter, your, you know, your like number one cheerleader who just, who was always there encouraging you? Can you attribute it to one or? or, or yeah. Um, you know, I would say my grandma Castillo and um, she was my number one supporter and 
always believed in me, but I think one of the things that her and my grandpa did was also instill my entrepreneurship in (laughs) when I was little. So, um, how did they do that? Well, I remember helping them when, when they would go to the flea market on Uh Sundays and (laughs) I would help them load the, their truck up super early. And, you know, I would, I would go with them for the whole day. I, I was there counting change, helping them with the transactions. And, and I remember my grandma would be like, oh, you know, here's, I think it was 20 or maybe 10. I, it, I thought it was 20. <laughs> and yeah. she'd be like, here's 20. Thanks for helping me for the day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have $20. And, you know, so, but at the time I didn't realize that they were really instilling me like hard work and being creative. I mean, my grandparents would go to, um, uh, estate sales and they would buy like really nice furniture and they would resell. And so seeing them, and I didn't know at the time, I'm like, oh, wow, they, they were entrepreneurs get, you know, right. with their side hustles. And, right. um, but my grandma not only did, you know, she instilled like hard work, but just spending time with me and, um, believing in me, like she always wanted me to travel. And that was something I was able to do. Um, you know, as I got older and she just wanted me to see the world and, and just believed in me. And so I think that's so important that every, everyone needs to have someone who is supporting them, uh, especially when you're a child. And Right, right. And I think, you know, hopefully everyone does, but for those that don't, there is a way to be your own champion. It just takes mm-hmm. a little, like you said, you know, our self-talk and it yes. takes practice. And so sometimes, I think if we're able to share this knowledge with young young people and kids and just kind of from the beginning, even if you don't have someone in your corner, which may be the case, but you can be your own biggest champion. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that's something to celebrate. So it, it's it doesn't always just have to be someone outside ourselves, but it is pretty incredible and pretty wonderful when we do have that. So that, that sounds like such a wonderful memory that you have of your grandparents. Yeah. And I just want to just add to what you were saying about, you know, being your own champion and celebrating. I think, you know, it's, it's important to celebrate our accomplishments, uh, big and small. So, um, you know, it can be, celebrating the 15 year anniversary for modern Latina. It's super exciting. It's a big, big accomplishment, but it also can be, you know, getting that email out or, you know, I mean, certain, certain things that are leading to bigger, you know, it's, it's a large scale, a large scale project, but celebrating the little milestones. Um, and I think that's important to do as well. Right. Um, you just reminded me, speaking of celebrating Modern Latina, it's 15 year anniversary. How else are, do you have any other special things going on through Modern Latina these days? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so we have um, shifted. I would normally be doing a big uh, in-person event, uh, which you have been to, and I love, I love those events. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I will say I, I got a little sad, you know, when everything shelter in place and everything was happening because, um, you know, I was like, oh, I, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this year. We're just not going to have a celebration. And I went back and forth about whether I was going to do something. And then in the end, I said, you know what, I'm going to commemorate this occasion. It's it's a big it's a big milestone and I'm going to do it virtually. Right. And so um I developed a series of smaller virtual events and we're having a final quince celebration um, to wrap it all up. And so I was very honored to have Amelia Seha from Seha Vineyards. Uh, she kicked off our first virtual event 
Um, she was able to tell her story, um, being one of the first CEOs of a Latina CEO of a vineyard. Um, and then she shared wine. We did a virtual wine tasting. And so that was really, really, really a tremendous honor and just a great event to kick off yeah. the series. Um, and I think the series is really um, the essence of what Modern Latina is about. We have a little bit for everyone. So we had a professional development event last Saturday. We have a Dia de los Muertos makeup <laughs> tutorial happening this Thursday. Yes. We have an author's talk, um, a Bay Area author, um, Ingrid Rojas Contreras. Uh, she will be, uh, I think on November 12th it is. Um, she's gonna be having a talk with us. And so just, just really exciting uh, events and just celebrating who we are and also um, the different aspects of modern Latina, because that's what makes us modern is that exactly. all of us have different interests. So just <laughs> kind of hopefully there's something for everyone that they might be interested in attending. So exactly. I, I, I just love this because it is hard. You know, you've spent 15 years building this community. And for right now, we're not able to be out there as a community. So the creativity that you've shown in reaching out to your community and expanding and sharing, I think it's it's pretty impressive because it's it's showing that ability to adjust to whatever the circumstances are that comes from experience, it comes from your knowledge, and it comes from wanting to. Yeah. And I think right now, um, I will say that Modern Latina Book Club has like gone up for like the number of members, but I think they want that connection and, and they want to have that even though we are in the, in this situation where we can't meet pers in person. Um, and then also just like you said, reading kind of takes you away to another place. And I think that people have more time to read um, and they wanted a little escape, right? So um, it's been exciting. I was like, wow, the membership's gone up right. a lot. So. <laughs> Good for you. Um, let's, let's go to the, I always like to see if we can, we can, you know, sort of encapsulize some advice that you would have for anyone watching this now during the live or in the replay or watch party um, from, from your personal experience, what would you say is your go-to advice for someone to live their best confident life? Very simple. Three words, just do your best. Um, really, I mean, I, I think about the advice I'd give my daughters and if they were you know, coming up to a challenge, I wouldn't want them to say, no, I'm not gonna do it. Just do your best. And right. that's all you, at the end of the day, we can say, I tried my best, you know, I, I tried to, you know, and I think that's so important. I know that's maybe too simple. <laughs> no, <it's> great. <laughs> but I think um, do your best really works for a lot of situations. And I think that we get caught up on, oh, I'm not, you know, I, I won't be able to do it exactly how I want it or, you know, and basically you just have to put your, yeah, you have to put yourself out there and just do your best. And um, at least you can look back at the end of the day and be like, I tried and, you know, yeah. see what, see exactly. what happens. Yeah. No, I love it. And I love the fact that you were able to just go right there. It's so simple. Three words, do your best. Mm -hmm. And I would add to that just to round it out and have fun. Yeah. You know, if it's not fun, I, I have to say, then why? Like I would, I would suggest that the yeah. question to ask is then why? 
yeah. because there's got to be some element of fun, in my opinion, or yeah. for me, things, if it's not fun, I, it's not worth doing. I mean, yeah. so I'm talking about, you know, there are, of course, some yeah. things in life we have to do, like that's just a given, but, but other things, I think, you know, I agree. I think do your best and have fun. I think it's the perfect combination of advice. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I would even like expand on fun. I mean, just um, giving yourself like if like giving yourself whatever you're doing needs to feed you back. So it's it's actually giving you the energy. You feel it like, oh, wow, like it, I'm actually like getting more energy by doing what I'm doing. So I, I, I can't think of the word right now, but um, it'll come, it'll come to me. Like it's it'll, sparking. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a spark. It's igniting yeah. something inside of you. And yeah. so, you know, it's, if, if you're doing those things, that's, that's, you're on the right track. Yes. So it's fun, igniting your passion and, yep. and you're doing your best. Exactly. There you go. In a nutshell. Um, what's the, What's the legacy that you hope to leave for your daughters? Yeah, I think that's so important. And I think that things change. Um, I want to be able to, and I have to balance that too, because there's times where I've been really busy with Modern Latina the last couple of months. And so I, you know, my, sometimes I'm on the computer at night and, and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, I hope they're not going to be mad at mommy, you know, cause I'm doing, you know, just spending so much time on this, but mm-hmm. I want them to be able to see that they can have, you know, they can be a mom, they can be an entrepreneur. And I remember my, when my daughter was, my youngest was a little younger. I remember I was working on my bed with my computer on my lap and she brought her little fake computer and she got in bed and she like started typing. She said, look, I'm mommy. And I said, Oh, like, like that to me was like, Okay, she, you know, she she sees that, you know, she's she she she's not seeing it as a bad thing. And then I think it's important to um, expose them. So I do try to take them to modern Latina events, you know, and, and just show them what mommy's doing. Oh, look, look who I interviewed. Oh, look, here's a story that I'm doing. So I want them to see that they can have an impact in the lives of others. And I hope that by just giving them a little bit about what mommy does for modern Latina will they can see that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's so great. You're you're their inspiration. You know, you're there. I, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I think that you know, there's of course we're impacted by so many different people when we're children, but usually our number one role model is our parents or a parent or a grandparent. Yeah. You know, so um, I think by showing them, I believe that if you are a well-rounded, you know, you, you take time for yourself, even though I know that's really hard to do sometimes, but you show them by living yeah. a really your best possible life right. and you show a child that then they are more inclined to live their best possible life. I think. Yes. No, I, 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 I hope so too. And um, so I guess that that's what my legacy, you know, I hope that they can see that they can also make an impact on others, a positive impact. Right. Exactly. That's beautiful. Um, in general, what would you say that has been the biggest challenge that you've had, whether it's professional, whatever you'd like to share, just the biggest challenge that you had and how were you able to overcome that? Um, biggest challenge. Um, 
Wow. That's, gosh, that's, that's a, a long question. <laughs> that's a big one. Um, that's okay. We can. That's just, I think, just going back to try your best. Um, I'll just kind of relate it back to the planning experience for this year's events. And I started off with, oh, I'm just going to do one one small virtual event. And then, and then the next thing I know, I kind of put it out there and it was like all the, like I had so many um, friends and community members who supported it and the ideas. And I was like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I have like seven virtual events. And, you know, so I think just maybe the biggest challenge is just your own obstacles that sometimes you put in front of you. So, you know, I was like, wow, you know, I really want to do this, but you know, I don't have the budget for that. You know, I, I can't do that because, and then of course I want the, you know, I want something really grandiose and, you know, but my budget is not that. <laughs> so, but, um, so I think the biggest challenge for me is maybe just the own obstacles I might put on myself and say like, oh, I can't do that. Or no, it's not possible. And, and you just, and then that's where I think that your, your community comes to help you and to like, to give you the confidence to do it, um, to also be the resources and be like, hey, we want to help out. You know, we believe in what you're doing. And I think for me, um, my family and friends and community members that have supported Modern Latina over the years um, really makes what Modern Latina is about too. And I think it's 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 much like what we were talking about earlier, right? We have we can we can have this positive self talk to to um, impact an outcome, but the other side of that is that our negative self talk also will impact what we are able yes. to do, what we're going to go for what we're going to reach for. So it's, it is that there's two sides to this. And so self-talk is pretty, it's pretty powerful stuff. Yes. <laughs> anyway, and you're right. You're right. And there's the, the, you know, the negative talk and that, that is just as powerful as the pot, if not more than the positive. And so um, it's so important to have, you know, a, your community around you. Um, and I would even say, Carmen, I mean, I connected with you through Modern Latina years ago. I mean, I want to say in 2006 or seven. And I mean, we've supported each other over the years. And I think that's what this, you know, building your community is about. And, you know, if you can't be at someone's event, then share it. You know, social media has been great. You know, I, sometimes I'm not, as a mother, I'm not able to go to as many events as I used to. And so, but that doesn't mean I can't support you in other ways. And so... Right. For me, you know, I guess those negative, <laughs> you can't do this, you can't, you know, I think having that community that supports you is so is very important. It is. And it's, it's very important. Yes. It's also because I think, you know, a lot of times, I think sometimes people forget, right? And but there's the old adage, you reap what you sow. And Linda, you do so much for so many other people that yeah, it makes perfect sense for me that people would jump in and, you know, jump on board and help you when, when you need it, because whatever goes wrong comes around. I really believe that, you know, and you've been helping a lot of people for a long, long time. So thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Um, so we've come to the point in the program where I'm just going to do what we call our quick draw. Okay. So, like a series of questions, and don't worry, okay. you could just say pass. <laughs> Maybe I should get drink a glass of water here. Right. 
Um, so okay, I'm just getting ready. A few questions because I know we're we're coming up on you know like almost an hour, and I just want to be okay. respectful of your time. And I know this is yeah. taking time away from your girls, and it's probably getting close to bedtime. So we won't go too too much longer. But okay, I always like doing these because I just kind of think it's fun like a whole different, you know, perspective or answers, and then we can always watch them after. Okay. Um, I'm going to start out with, let's see. Okay, what is, what's your favorite food? Oh, very simple, pizza. <laughs> very, I know, plain pizza. I just, I love pizza. House of okay. pizza specifically from San Jose. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. A little plug. Mm -hmm. um, what three words do you think your daughters use to describe you? Mm, let me see. Well, I, I wonder if it would be different before homeschooling than after homeschooling. But <laughs> That's a good point. Hopefully, um, I, you know, they would probably say, um, what would they say? Fun. I hope they would say fun, uh, creative, and... Um, Maybe a little strict. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Well, there you go. But that's going to serve well. I think that's always, you know, structure. And there's, there's a reason for that. As well. Yeah, I, I find myself, you know, especially when it comes to homeschooling, because now we're doing, you know, we're helping our teachers out more. I just feel like I have to, to be like, okay, you have to finish this. And you know, we have these tasks, and there's just a lot more. And Sometimes, especially for my older daughter, I feel like she's like, mom, gosh, you know, I'm tired, you know, let, let just let me, and I'll do a, additional work, you know, I'll be like, okay, you have to do this. And she's like, this isn't my homework. And I, and I try to explain, like, I'm doing this because I don't want you to fall behind or, you know, I, you know, I, I want, you know, to, I'm helping you, you know, and, and yeah. sometimes it's not always, it doesn't always feel like help for them, yeah. I think. So, of course. <laughs> and that's why I think maybe strict no. there, you know, because I think their dad's more lax. He's just like, okay, you can miss, you know, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, no, you have to do 20 minutes of piano. No, you have to do your homework. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, down the road to listen to this and see what they think. <laughs> I know. I, I'll show them the recording. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. You know what? I'll have to ping you and ask them the three questions they use to describe me. I'm okay. kind of scared. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. What? Oh, if you had a chance to have lunch with one leader who's dead or alive, just one leader that you admire, that who would that be and why? Hmm. I was going to say maybe Oprah, uh, just because I feel like I admire the work she's done and I admire how she has used communication her you know it's very similar you know it, you know she has her magazine she had her show but also the work that she does to give back is tremendous and and the amount of positivity that she is able to you know to share you know and and the hope she gives everyone it's just amazing i would just love to be able to sit with her and maybe just have a meal with her because i feel like she's always you know I feel like she has her recipes. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder what Oprah is going to have be having for dinner. Right. So having a meal so basically you just, want her to cook for you. <laughs> well, no, just have something and just have, you know, just have some wine with her and just chat with her. It would be just right. really amazing. 
but you are doing, you know, what she has done. So I think that that makes sense to me. That really, that didn't surprise me at all. Cause that makes sense. You're literally doing what she has done and you're doing it in a different realm and, you know, different time and all of that, but you are doing what she, she a is. A little bit, <laughs> but yeah, no, she would be just amazing to just talk to. All right. One more question. How about, um, oh, what three words would you use to describe yourself? Ooh, um, well, someone asked me that question and I, it took a long time. It was one word. And I was like, oh my goodness, who does one word? And I, <laughs> I, I that's so hard. So I did think of the one word. So I'm going to start with that one, uh, resilient. Um, and I think especially right now, we are all seeing how resilient we can be um, for sure. Um, I would say creative. I, I, I think that, you know, just looking at things and, and, and taking different approach and um, three words. Um, it's fun, I guess. I hope it's fun. So yeah, those would be the three. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad. Um, I know that uh, you also have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that I read uh, one of your latest posts. Uh, you're doing a poem for, yes. the, right? Oh my goodness. Yes, I am looking for Latina poets to be a part of our Quince celebration. So original works, up and coming, emerging, you can be already published. Um, really just showcasing again our latina community and, and the beautiful stories that we have to share so um if you go to modernlatina.com uh, it has all the, in the the information about submitting your video and then um not only will your, your video be part of our celebration our quince celebration on december 3rd save the date um, but it will also be featured in our digital uh 15th anniversary commemorative commemorative edition so it's great. really great exposure, you know, for, for poets, Latina poets. So just, um, I just have to do this. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yes. Everyone well, has an inner creative in them. So. Right. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really that realm so much, just a lot of writing for, you know, work and clients and blah, blah. So just my own thing. That's, I'm, I'm getting kind of excited now that I think about it. Yeah, you should. I mean, and, you know, cause you never someone know. had, asked like, oh, do you have to, does it have to be uh, published or non-published? And I said, oh, I didn't even think about that. But, you know, I was sure. just thinking an original piece from you and, you know, something mm -hmm. that means, and, and I want people to be creative with their videos because, you know, you know, if you have a mural in San Francisco that moves you and you want to go recite your original poem in front of that mural, I think that's what makes it more special. Or if, you know, the, the, you know, a rose garden, if there's something that inspires you, um, in front of the, you know, the, the, the beach, if that's where you want to recite your poem. Um, I think that's, what's going to make it, you know, an interesting so, video. And what a great opportunity, you know, for just, mm -hmm. just people to share their thoughts and their, their yes. feelings in a way that is fun and creative and you get to be a part of this whole group. I think that's wonderful. Thank you for doing that. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I can't wait to see the submissions come in and, and just understanding, you know, um, you know, why they wrote the poem, what it means to them. Um, yeah. 
That's fantastic. Where where can people get a hold of you? Uh, I know you mentioned your your website already. Mm -hmm. Do you have Facebook groups and pages? This is you know this is a time where we can just give a shout out to how they can connect with you. And then also after the show, if you go to Confidence Strategies our group page, you know you're more than welcome to just reply to all the comments. And people will have other questions or whatever. And just you can promote, promote, promote. So that's what we're all about at Confidence Strategies. That's the, that's the goal. Sounds like an awesome community. So thank you for putting this community together. Um, yeah, I, I think, like you said, modernlatina.com is our website. We also have, uh, we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, and LinkedIn, uh, Modern Latina. That's the way to follow us. You can sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss any of our events coming up. Um, and then just reach out to me. Uh, you can, you know, reach out to me at editor at modernlatina.com. Always open for ideas, collaborations. Um, yeah. That's great. That's perfect. Thank you. And thank you so much for spending, you know, almost like we, it doesn't feel like we've been on for almost an hour, but we, <laughs> I, I was a little worried. We, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't be able to stay on for an hour. I was like, Oh, I don't think I have enough to say or talk about. So, Let's but see it was, what happens. <laughs> yeah, Carmen, you make it so easy. It's just a conversation. Just, it's just wonderful. Oh, just two amigas talking and having fun. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. That, that is the whole thing about I never wanted it to, to be like this real formal, you know, adversarial or stressful situation. I just want it to be, you know, just like I said, you know, community members that are sharing their stories that, you know, you're taking time out of your day, out of your schedule, away from your family to give us some insight. And if other people are inspired by what we may have touched on, I even if it's one person, like we talked about early at yeah. the beginning, to me, it's all worth it. So thank you, Linda. It was nice to see you. <laughs> yes, I know. It's so good seeing you too, Carmen. Thank you so much for everything. Tell the girls I said hi. And I know at some point in the future, we will get to see each other in person yes. again. But for now, this was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Carmen. Have a good evening. Thank you, you too. And everyone else that has stayed with us this evening, I hope you enjoyed our little chat with Linda Castillo, the founder and creator and CEO at Modern Latina Magazine. So that's another community that you may want to visit and check out to feel a part of, you know, a part of something bigger than ourselves. That's what we're trying to do. And we're trying to link these all together as part of our network and our resource. So I do appreciate you all spending time with us. And again, thank you to Linda Castillo for spending her time with us. I can't wait for the girls to see this interview. Before I let you go, uh, I just, again, thank you for spending Tuesday night. But um, we are going to take a break next week for obvious reasons. That is election night. So the show will not be live next week. Just wanted to let you know. But we'll be back on November 10th with more personal stories of triumph and overcoming challenges and life lessons just for you. Uh, once again, thank you to our sponsor, Music City Hit Factory. They'll be launching an, another online community for music education and artists, and I'm very happy to be a part of that project. It's a massively wonderful project, and I can't wait to share all the details with you about that. Again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you at 7 o'clock on November 10th. Stay healthy, stay safe, and thank you for evolving with us and growing with us and exploring and 
all we want to do is thrive together with you in our community. So very much appreciated. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you and see you on November 10th.